Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Welcome to another episode of the Nintendo PowerCast. I'm your host, N64 Josh, for this Nintendo News Minute. And we are going to jump right into this thing. First off, we got The Legend of Zelda. Some crazy stuff happening in Tears of the Kingdom, including, including some uh, random Zelda TOTK players create, uh, player creates the ultimate weapon, Metal Gear Rex. Now, Metal Gear, not not a series i'm super familiar with but upon like taking a look at this article and the what was created here this we're getting into the levels of what i am excited to see from the community within tears of the kingdom and i myself need to spend some more time with the game so that i can i can start building more like i'm i need to i need to get leveled up more so i'm hoping today I'm hoping today I'm going to be able to get get some more time with the game. Maybe even a longer uh, a longer stream on on Twitch and YouTube and TikTok because this stuff is amazing. This is amazing. Now this 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 mech doesn't doesn't move, but I don't think we're far off until we can see it. So from the Nintendo Life article it says it's it seems almost unheard of in 2023, but after the announcement of Metal Gear Solid Delta Snake Eater, a collection of classic Metal Gear Solid games for modern systems, Konami's Metal Gear franchise is all the rage once again. And it says, heck, it's even in infiltrating the world of The Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom, as one rather clever player has managed to create a near-perfect replica of uh, Metal Gear Rex by sticking together a bunch of rocks, zonite objects, and chests. And it's really quite remarkable. And so I'm going to see if I can zoom in on the picture here just a little bit so you guys can see. And it's it's super cool. Like, this is really, really cool to see. <laughs> I don't know about you guys, but I get a little bit of a kick out of, like, the green goo that kind of keeps everything together. And we're going to be talking a little bit later on this episode about Sony's new, new uh, Project Q. And I saw a tweet go out where the it just basically looks like a switch screen with PlayStation controllers just with the the ultra hand goo <laughs> just keeping them together. I thought it was fantastic. But uh, jumping back into this, this this mech looks incredible. So it can't it it doesn't move. But I believe I have seen some things that that do move. But this one doesn't move yet. And here's what it says. It says the user was able to uh, also upload a video of the creation showcasing the weapon capabilities. It's a shame Rex is unable to actually walk in this case, but we um, uh, but we can't imagine it'll be long before someone creates a fully functional Metal Gear Rex in the future. And I would not be surprised either. Um, either that or it uh, it just needs a pal card for activation, which I'm sure is a game. like That's a joke for the game that I just don't get. It's a reference I don't get, unfortunately. Um, for the, the remainder of the article here says, this is just one of a whole bunch of incredible, cre of incredible creations players have um, concocted in Tears of the Kingdom so far. Uh, we've done a roundup of some of the best, and they do. If you guys want to check out some of the best builds, you can see they have it up on their up on their site right now. And this the stuff's crazy. It's crazy. The little bit of time I've spent with it has been has been super fun. And I actually have a really funny video going out to uh, um, going out uh, probably today 
of me like trying to just even do a puzzle in the game and I get everything set up and it doesn't work. So then I tried again. And as I go to activate it, I end up destroying the entire thing. It's, I mean, it's, it's comical. Some of the stuff you can do in this game and also super impressive. So I don't, where, what's the evolution in, in tears of the kingdom? What do we see next? And uh, if you are creating anything cool, let me know in the comments, if you're watching this on YouTube or even on your podcast player, what's some of the coolest stuff you've made so far in tears of the kingdom. If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Next up, we have from my Nintendo News. Now, this is an email I get every week, okay? This, this comes out from um, Nintendo's uh, Business Wire, okay? And it's just their download for the 25th of May, 2023. Now, the first two, you know, it looks like I think the game's called Maquette. It's a first-person recursive puzzle game that takes you into a world where uh, every building, plant, and object are simultaneously tiny and staggeringly huge. Okay. So, you know, new game coming out kind of maybe a little bit on the slow side, if you will, when it comes to uh, the downloads for this week. Uh, because then the next game is uh, Cassette Beasts. And that one says explore a new... Uh, a new viral i'm not sure remote island inhabited by strange creatures you've only dreamed of nightmares you've hopefully haven't and a cast of brave folks who use cassette tapes to transform for battle uh and i like nintendo life had a review on this one they said it was a a little more zelda and a little less pokemon so if that's you know that those two are are if the, those two genres are kind of you know if you're a fan of those go 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 and check go and check this one out but this is what I find interesting. It's the next section here. Now, usually this is just full of games that are coming out, but this time they included what they're calling the digital spotlight. Okay. Not out of the ordinary, except they're bringing up a game that has not seen an update or was supposed to ever see an update, right? It was the last one, the last time we got it. And that's animal crossing. Okay, it says celebrate International Museum Day on your island. Visit Blathers Museum and Animal Crossing New Horizons for International Museum Day. Work with Tom Nook to bring museum bring the museum curator Blathers to unlock the museum on your island. Search for fossils, fish, bugs, and art to donate to the exhibit. Once you bring a creature or fossil to Blathers, he will gladly tell you all about it. We know all this stuff, right? We know all this stuff. Why is this going out on their business wire? Why Animal Crossing? Why an Animal Crossing update? Why are we still talking about it? This is, this is, this is, I've been saying this for a while. I don't think they're anywhere near done with Animal Crossing. In fact, I wouldn't be surprised. I would not be surprised if going forward 
for the remainder of the Switch lifecycle, if we don't see games get more DLC to wrap up the Switch as they potentially move into this new system. And so the games that we're not hearing about, because Nintendo's being awfully quiet, we've only heard up till Pikmin 4. It would not surprise me in the slightest if we only see DLC and they hold off on selling much new software unless this software is something that they will carry over into the next system also. Because, I mean, again, it's pure speculation, okay? Pure speculation. Are we going to... Are they doing a new console altogether or is it just a Switch Pro? We don't know. It's strange that we're seeing very little from Nintendo on like what games are going to be coming out the rest of this year. We only really know Pikmin 4. Even in their investor meeting, I think they said Pikmin 4, Mario Kart DLC, Pokemon DLC, and Metroid Prime 4 to be announced. That's It could be years away. Okay. So, and... uh and and servant says that's a that's a dub though we need more dlc until switch 2 you deluxe launches nice yeah great great name um and then joe uh, joe says josh you have you have no idea how much i'm hoping you're right i need new content there's still a very active community playing animal crossing i mean honestly when this came through i'm like you know what part of me wants to start doing a a once a week stream of animal crossing I have I have two islands. I can get people get people in, and uh, they can they can go visit my southern island if they want, and I can be working on my other one. And so, and uh, this is this is a question from the chat from Mister Cool Red Luigi. It says, "What could they do with Animal Crossing to get people like myself more into it? Any suggestions? Because I want to like it. So that I mean." I can only go I can only go off of like my own like w- what would pull me in further. A few things. One, more collectibles that are Nintendo based. This game has a history with putting Nintendo based items in the game, so more Nintendo based items would definitely draw me in again, whereas the latest DLC did not do much for me because it just felt like uh it felt just like a bunch of of tasks that I wasn't really interested in completing. I don't like decorating and all. I didn't even really fully decorate my house in the game. That's like, that's not something that really, really pulls me in all that much. Albeit I did decorate my house in new leaf with nothing but Mario and Nintendo themed items. So that's a draw for me. I do wonder if there couldn't be a bigger draw with uh, new horizons if they didn't go with something you guys have, if you've been listening to me talk um, for, you know, the last like three years when it comes to animal crossing, I have been, I have been on the boat, right? I've been wanting them to bring a cruise ship. Like, like put us, put us on a, put us on a boat. Let us have mini games, games that are like more fun to play. Gamify animal crossing even more. If I go to Mr. Cool Red Luigi's Island, give me a pinball machine that I can set the high score on that he would then have to go and beat my high score after I leave. Right. That those kind of things, I think if they could add challenges or things that we can, we can kind of leave a mark on someone else's Island. I think that would help bring people in a little bit more. Um, Let's see. Uh, Becca says, 
they should make more businesses in Animal Crossing or bring Happy Home Paradise businesses to the main island. And so even with my cruise ship, this is what I've this is the cruise ship idea is that they could bring back all of the businesses that have not been in the game yet. We don't have to take up more space on our island. We could go to this cruise ship and and be able to buy those items, be able to uh, interact with those characters. And even like in, in New Leaf, it was you would get a fortune cookie every day. I believe that's what it was. And then you'd open that fortune cookie and the fortune would then give you some of these Nintendo items. I mean, to me, it was super cool to have a 3DS and the Wii U in New Leaf. And they were also mini games. You could play poke like uh, was it Pokemon Puzzle League? It used to be called Tetris Attack. I think they called it Planet Tetris on the on the DS. You can play that on New Leaf. And if you could do that with the high score ability, I think that would be great. It would bring a sense of competition and they could do that on multiple fronts. Like what are, uh, what are a handful of different games? How about this even on the original animal crossing, you would take, you would, you would go and find original NES games. Okay. Well, what if a little extra work goes into it? And just like they created the puzzle league, uh, for Animal Crossing, which is a, which is a fantastic game. What if they, like, what if they made the first four levels of Super Mario Brothers, but you played as Animal Crossing characters? What if you know uh, some of the black box titles from the Nintendo, like from the NES days, were reimagined but with Animal Crossing characters? And what if those had leaderboards? I think. For those of us that like enjoy just the competition, that would get me playing. If I could go in and, and golf around in a the black box version of the NES golf, but I'm playing, you know, with Nook or with with KK, I, I that would be fun for me. I think it would be cool just to see where they they lean into Nintendo's history, but also kind of you know give it that Animal Crossing charm by adding that those elements to those games. So I think it would be, uh, um, I think it would be a lot of fun. Why do they keep talking about this game? Why does animal crossing keep getting mentioned in, in the news? They tweet Isabel tweets on the regular from the, uh, from the animal crossing account. Why we don't hear anything about smash. Really? We don't hear, we don't hear anything about Mario Maker. There are a number of games that Nintendo has just abandoned, right? But none are selling like Animal Crossing. And they have an opportunity to sell more Nintendo Switch online memberships and more copies of the game by putting more content into it. So I, I you know... It, I, again, I just, it's one of those things like periodically you'll see them like Mario Kart is still gets talked about, right? But there's Mario Kart DLC. It makes sense. A lot of times when it comes to their games that they have stopped support, you don't like the only time you see it is if they're on sale. And so fingers crossed with the, like the 42 million copies of Animal Crossing being, being out there in the wild that we could see, continue to see more DLC and that DLC 
along with Mario Kart DLC. And then this also has me thinking just going off their top 10 games. Pokemon has DLC coming out. I'm fairly certain Tears of the Kingdom will have DLC coming out. And Mario Party, also high up on the sales list, would be a another candidate for more DLC. So they just keep DLC going for the remainder of these games, market the games again. So they, you know, they're, they're selling more copies plus the DLC, maybe deluxe versions of some games, maybe some, maybe some, uh, you know, player's choice games where they lower the price and start making that final push on the, 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 the remaining months of the switch before the new system comes out pending. It is not a switch pro. Because that could be the case also. But even if it's a Switch Pro, maybe they're going to go the route of like the DS versus the, the 3DS or, or where they did the some of the games only ran on the newer system. That may be a way they're transitioning it also. So it's, uh, it, it, it's, it's interesting. Servant says they need to bring back some uh some handheld hits to combat the psq yeah we're gonna be talking about the psq i have a video going viral right now on on uh on tiktok talking about the the psq but before we jump into that pokemon scarlet and violet update updated to version 1.31 um this is from nintendo my nintendo news is unfortunately even though pokemon scarlet and violet have been available for a while now the new generation of pokemon game um, is still dealing with bug issues and it hasn't helped that a recent terror raid event had crash issues, which has only made the game's glitches performance, um, made the game's glitches performance issues, all that more concerning. That said, the new update has been released tonight, which puts the game at version 1.3.1. Surprisingly, there aren't any patch notes available for the update yet. The only thing we know about the update in general is that it does include some bug fixes and changes as any sp- uh, as for anything specific, all we know, uh, all that is known is a bug fix where players um, in an invite only competition can now see their rating and leave the tournament and and leave the tournament between battles. My gut feeling, just speculation, this is this there's going to be something tied to home because we know they accidentally tweeted out that home was going to be uh, available yesterday. And then they came back and said, whoa, we put the the cart before the the mud stallion or whatever his name is because i don't know the pokemon's names and and so i'm i'm assuming it's it's tied to that as well as as other bug fixes but they're not if these patch notes are tied to home the they're keeping everything home close to the chest i don't know why that tweet went out sometimes i wonder if these things aren't intentional just to you know just to get it in the news cycle i don't know i don't know marketing teams can get creative at times so you never know what uh because this was not we were talking about it on the pokey news podcast yesterday and uh the uk and the u.s pokemon pages both tweeted out about home being available on 24th so i don't know if maybe the the terror raid crashes and those uh those issues are what caused them to to slow the the release of of home trying to get that fixed first i don't know i don't know i don't know so uh mr cool red luigi says mud stallion is is good so there there you go um 
Servant says, yeah, throw throw it out, see potential backlash, adjust marketing. There, there you go as well. They, maybe, maybe just kind of testing some things. Okay, now Servant brought up Project Q from PlayStation. I don't know if you guys watched PlayStation uh, their their event yesterday. I did not. I just saw some of the highlights, and one of them is this Project Q, which is a handheld device that kind of resembles the Switch and the and the Wii U gamepad, but it it from my understanding it only works by having the uh, the device connected to your PlayStation and basically streaming off of it. So because of that, you can't really take it on the go. Maybe it will, you know, maybe it can, uh, you can link in, you know, via Wi-Fi, but I don't really know. What I found interesting was this tweet from uh, Mama Luigi at Luigi Luz 97. And this is what they say. Um, I just find it funny that PlayStation keeps copying what Nintendo does through the years, showing that new hardware in the PlayStation showcase. Now they're just copying mostly the Wii U and the Switch um, sort of shaking my head. Right. And the, the, the picture here, if you guys aren't seeing the video, it shows the Wii remote with the, the was it PlayStation move? I don't even remember the name, but it was like essentially Wii remotes right during that era where the Wii was just uh, was just was just crushing it. So. So, yeah, servant says remote play, remote play on Wi-Fi only with PS5. It's a new streaming Vita. Yeah, it's just such an interesting, like such an interesting direction to take that thing. It, it doesn't make a lot of sense. Going back to the tweet here. So the Wii Remote and the PlayStation Move, I, th I think that's what it was called. Uh, then Smash Bros. Brawl and uh, PlayStation All-Stars Battle Royale, which was not received very well, unfortunately. Then you see Nintendo does the, the classic edition of the NES and the Super Nintendo. PlayStation follows suit with the PlayStation mini, which again, I don't think was a very, uh, I don't, I don't think it, it did all that well. And I don't think move did all that well. Like there it's like they're, it, it's almost like they're, they're, I don't know, chasing the, the breadcrumbs of Nintendo. And w when in, in all reality, Sony is the, uh, they've done some amazing things with the PlayStation but then this project Q comes out and it, again, it's very similar to just like basically the Wii U you're kind of, you're kind of, it's oddly shaped to take on the go. It, I saw a really funny tweet that showed, that showed the, uh, the joy cons glued together, just like the ultra hand, like I was saying, and that just cracked me up. And the, the thing about it is like, it seemed like there could have been a, a, a better opportunity here to make something that, really com like was a, a switch competitor where this almost seems like I, I can, I guess I'm trying, I've, I've been trying as was the gym this morning. I'm trying to think like, what is the appeal of this thing? And the only thing I can really think of is that a, a lot of us now, because of the switch, even somewhat on the 3ds and the Wii U and, and the Wii U kind of, I, I feel like it kind of set this trend a little bit. You would hear like, like uh, on the IGN podcast, like Brian, Brian Altano would talk about like, yo, I love just playing my Wii U and then watching Netflix. Right. And so that's, that's really what this gives you the opportunity to do. Again, if maybe you're in a, um, in a household where you're, you're sharing the television and you, you know, your significant other wants to watch something, well, then you could play, you could be playing your games while they're, they're watching Netflix or maybe they're playing their, 
you know, playing their Xbox while you're playing your play. I don't know, whatever the case may be. There's, there's, uh, there's, there's a few different like options there, but even the price point of it, it doesn't, it, uh, my gut feeling that this is going to be, this is going to be Sony flexing their uh, brand muscles a little bit. It's probably going to come in at like a two ninety nine price tag. Um, uh, servant says PlayStation where we don't, let's see, PlayStation where we do what Nintendo does, but later and lesser. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's such an interesting, interesting concept with this thing. And you know, the, the video I put out said, why not copy the switch? Why, why copy the Wii U? Why not get back into the, the, the handheld space and maybe like, Again, maybe this is the kind of thing they're just testing the waters. Are 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 people going to be interested in this kind of thing? Is this how they dip their toes back towards the handheld market? But at the same time, if they don't put out something that the consumer wants and really wants to engage with, it's just a it's a it's a it's a little bit of a weird play. And you know, even the comments they made about Nintendo falling flat that we talked about yesterday and how their brand momentum has kind of fallen flat. I mean, don't get me wrong. Sony's brand momentum is, is there like they they, they can take some of these weird risks, but why not, why not be a little more calculated uh, with them? Uh, Servant says this, this seems like a play for second screen families like the switch Lite. They could have done a full Vita three, but chose a quick and easy handheld. Yeah, and I mean, I, you know, within the comment section of my of my video, I see the people with like PlayStation avatars that are like, I can't wait to sit next to my PlayStation five and use this thing. And I'm like, okay, like I mean, I like, I I don't know. I know through the years, Sony has done a, a handful of like like different accessories and, and peripherals that like have just kind of, of fallen flat. And it, I, I don't know with all that, with all that brand muscle, why not, why not go all in with the, 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 the numbers they're breaking records with the PS five sales. Like why not do a full on handheld that I don't, I don't know. Does it run PS five games? to a certain extent does it do they do a whole like i can understand their their thinking when it comes to like the the switch and it's that's where all nintendo's resources are going right nintendo's not split between the two and maybe that's what they maybe that's where they realize that's where the shortcoming is is when it comes to like splitting the splitting the market but maybe leaning I, I I don't know. I don't know if, if, you know, with their cloud gaming becoming more of a thing, like, could you, could you potentially cloud game with this thing? That would at least be something like while you're in your house or maybe on your phones, uh, on your phone's hotspot. I don't, I don't know. It's just a, it's, it's a little bit of a strange play. It also, you know, a handheld could potentially get more people just into the Sony, um, just into the Sony family where this thing is only going to be sold to PlayStation five owners. So uh servant says, if you could download the games and play, um, play anywhere on the go, then Q would be a day one purchase for me, but it's just remote. Yeah. It, and remote seems like such a strange play. It really does. 
It, it really does. And I mean, I'll let you guys know, I was, I was remoting into my PS3 back, back in the day with my, uh, with my PSP because I like, I'm like, this is so cool. It did not work very well. You know, the infrastructure was not there. Like Wi-Fi was not fast enough, any of that stuff. But the idea of it was great. But now we've got multiple screens in our hands at all times. And we want something that's on its on its own, right? Uh, Servant says, "Last of Us, Last of Us, on handheld while watching Last of Us uh, season two is a Sony move." There you go, there you go. Let's get fully immersed, fully immersed in uh, in the Last of Us while playing and watching at the same time. So, I'd love to hear you guys' thoughts. What do you think about Project Q? Is this something you're gonna you're you're excited for that you would pick up right away? Does it make sense in your current household and situation uh, to, to be able to do this? As I'm saying that, I can, I can say this. If in my situation, I put my, my PlayStation sits in my office where I do most of my, my work, I could then be sitting down on my couch or you know somewhere else in my house just relaxing and playing PlayStation games that way. Maybe they really want to give gamers the chance to play their PlayStation games on the toilet. I don't know. I'm not. Uh, I'm not sure. But I can see that being a being a use for it. Where my main PlayStation console is not hooked up to my TV. It is. It is in my office, and I do consider this like my workspace. So, like sometimes it's nice to not sit in here and game. That's another. That's another option for it being being a viable product but it's still just uh it's still just just very very strange spare changes i i used remote play with my ps4 it works okay on my android phone so you know so that again people do use remote play and and maybe this could be could be something for you know just remoting in long distance if it is over wi-fi but i don't know i don't know how close you have to be with this thing i don't i don't know all the details they don't have a ton of details out either so we'll, we'll look into it more and, and and talk about it more i'm sure but uh but it is uh it is it is an interesting play that's that's for sure and the the, the conversation online from the um from the hardcore from the fanboys whatever <laughs> it's so it's so it's so interesting the way th these people get so attached to these companies and i have no idea i'm i'm not i'm I i'm n64 josh i'm not that attached to any company right of course not of course not well thank you guys so much if you're here live i appreciate it we are i am shooting for a 10 a.m 1 p.m pacific um going live i'm going live uh on on tiktok um earlier for like a pre-show to just kind of chat at, while I get, while I get prepped for the show. And, uh, these are going to be five days a week. We got more streams planned. There's a lot, there's a lot of content on the way, uh, a couple of shows coming out today as well. So thank you guys so much for everything. And, uh, we will, we will see you in the next one. Bye everybody.